Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on September 23rd for the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time, 11 a.m. Mass at St. Boniface Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. The readings can be found at usccb.org forward slash Bible forward slash readings. There you will also find links to listen to the readings and watch video reflections on the readings. I encourage you to check those out. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. I have spoken about my dog once before, but for those who don't recall or weren't here, uh, her name is Lady. Her full name is Our Lady of the Rectory, but we just call her we just call her Lady. So Our Lady of the Rectory. It's supposed to be funny. Anyway, but my dog's not here, but there is a dog that's here. And if you happen to see the dog, there's a good reason why the dog is here, so no judging, okay? There's no judging. Um, now everyone's like, where's the dog at? <laughs> but my dog, some people ask, well, what kind of dog is it? And I say, well, she's energetic, that's for sure. But she has toys, as any dog will, and one of them is a, is a squirrel, and it sits. It can sit on its own, and then she has these two, they look like people, except they have really big heads, and little feet and that's all that there is really to them but they can stand up on their own so i will take the squirrel and these little people and i'll line them up and every single time she'll come along and she'll just take her nose and just push them over she won't really do much else with them at the moment she might come back and play with them later but she just pushes them over she doesn't really like them standing there looking at her for some reason. I don't quite understand why. But it has caused me to wonder, you know, how much alike human behavior can that be? When we see something standing on its own, something that perhaps causes us a bit of insecurity, a bit of, of consternation, a bit of uh, doubt perhaps, we want to push it over. We don't like that feeling of being uncomfortable. We don't like having something kind of uh, cause us to recognize our own deficiencies. So instead we attack it, we put it down. In many ways, that's what we're hearing about in our first reading, the Book of Wisdom, that uh, the righteous man is uh, attacked, is insulted, is um, is kind of put in a corner by the wicked. The wicked see the righteous man and the righteous man causes the wicked to recognize who they are. They're wicked. And their response is not to say, well, maybe I could be more like the righteous man. Their response instead is, let's bring down the righteous man. I don't know if you've seen or heard any commercials for the Gym Planet Fitness. And they have their reasons, and, and I'm not here to tell them what to do, but um, they, they have what they call lunks. A lunk. You may be wondering, what is a lunk? Well, a lunk, according to Planet Fitness, are those typically guys who are just really fit. They can lift a lot of weight, they might show off a little bit, but they're pretty fit. They, they are um, bodybuilders, essentially. And a lunk 
is not welcome at Planet Fitness. In fact, I have heard if you lift too much weight at Planet Fitness, if it seems like you are too strong for their clientele, then they'll actually ask you to leave. That they'll say, you know, you're not really part of our clientele. The reason being, when you lift a lot of weight, when you're in good physical condition, you cause other people to recognize the reality that they aren't in that great a physical condition. And so when, especially someone starting out at a gym can see, well, I'm here and this other person is over here, there's a great distance in between us. And so maybe I'll just quit. Maybe instead of trying and in committing, I'll just look at the distance and say, that's too far. I can't get there. I'm just going to walk away. So I can understand why Planet Fitness might have this uh, uh, process, this, this procedure. But in the end, it really kind of, well, it pulls us apart, doesn't it? I can see the reason why we want to have a place of, of comfort, a place where people can come who are just beginning and, and feel safe and not judged. But the more we go in that direction, the more we pull apart, the more we spend time just on our own. People who are um, better than we are in whatever way that might be, cause us insecurity. And so we wanna hide from that. The other opposite end of the spectrum is just throw everyone in together. It's a free-for-all. It's basically, you know, a war zone. Everyone fighting everyone else. Uh, no one uh, really kind of ever safe, ever confident of where they're at. Because we're all on our own journey. But somewhere, somewhere in the middle is true community. True community where humility exists. And we live in that humility. A humility that says... I am who I am, and I am good, but I can be better. I am good as I am, I am loved as I am, but I know I can be better. And people around us, people especially with virtue, people who are good people, they call us to greater virtue. We can either look at them as my dog looks at her toys, and just want to knock them over, or we can see within them an example of what we might become instead of desiring to put them down. The disciples in our gospel today, they're, they're walking along with Jesus. And instead of trying to figure out what it was that he had told them about his death and resurrection, they were scared. They didn't want to ask that question. So instead, what do they talk about? Who's the greatest? Who among us is the greatest? Which means who is not the greatest? Who's second best? Who's third best? And as they're having this conversation, they miss the mark completely because none of them are the greatest. They're in the presence of Jesus Christ. They're in the presence of God made man. If anyone was the greatest, it's him. And they're walking with him. 
and yet they're arguing amongst themselves who is the greatest. And so when they get to their destination, Christ knows, because he's God, he knows. So to give them an example, he calls a child into their midst and says that we must be like this child. Now a child is pretty humble, typically. That a child knows there are things that I can't do. I am not strong enough. I can't drive myself. One day, one day, but not today. I can't do this, I can't do that. School is, by its very nature, looking forward to learning something new. You know you have something ahead of you. You don't doubt that you're good, especially in a loving family, but you know you have something to look forward to, that you can and will be better. So I think that's the image that we are to be given, to humble ourselves, which means to truly recognize our goodness, but also to recognize that we can grow as well. Our society around us, well, oftentimes if a person makes you uncomfortable, you knock them over, or you just don't deal with them. You back away from them, you leave them alone. But we, as Christians, as Catholics, we are to see what truly is good, not what the world says is good, but tr what truly is virtuous in one another, to see in this person patience, gentleness, goodness, and to see within that other person, perhaps someone sitting next to you, something that you could grow in. You're not complete, not yet. We can all grow in being more like Christ. So perhaps, maybe, perhaps, we could spend less time knocking other, each other over and instead build true community, build community in which we are all, each and every one of us, beloved children of God. you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.